Hi, this is Lori Jean in the kitchen, and today I'm taking some chances here a little bit. I'm making a really different eggplant dish using flaxseed meal mixed with whole wheat organic flour. And King Champagne made his uh, royal court there eat flaxseed. I'm looking at the bag here. He was convinced of its benefits. So he passed laws requiring his subjects to consume flax seeds. So flax seeds have been around for a long time for their medicinal benefits. So I'm going to give you the uh, ingredients first because you know how much better I'm getting here. Um, so I have flaxseed meal, which is really cool. I came across that. I have the whole wheat flour. Um, you don't have to use the flax seeds if you don't want, but Beneficially, I think it's a good idea. Whole wheat flour really is what, I mean, you can use the kind of flour you like, but once again, you know, if you're going to get any kind of flour that's um, bleached, you got to be really careful that it's not processed uh, with chemicals. So I'm an all-natural cook here, trying to be the best I can. I've got my grated um, Romano cheese block. If you want to have your Parmesan one or you found some Parmesan, Cheese in those plastic containers, that's all natural, great. I have cheese from my cheddar cheese block, which you all know I have that in the fridge by now, and that's what I use. Uh, and I want to mention, too, this dish is great for a Thanksgiving side dish. Um, so, you can use mozzarella if you like as well. I have a Tos Toscano cheese with black pepper on it. I am going to be... Um, try a little risky move and just grate a bit of this on top of it with my Romano cheese. It's very strong, you know, but I, I take chances with my cheeses. So if you want to use mozzarella, uh, by all means, I have my, um, some leftover, my jarred sauce, all natural spaghetti sauce that I bought in the, what I call it, pasta sauce, sorry, in the store. I'm using that. I'm very simple with everything. I've got my olive oil salt and pepper, parsley, oregano flakes, if you have, you know, um, natural oregano or the stuff you buy at the store and not on the can. Fine, I have an egg here. And of course I'm going to put a little bit of milk with the egg to uh, beat the egg together. I just have a small baby eggplant here. Um, that's good enough for myself. It's about one baby eggplant per person, so depending on how many people you're going to be feeding. Throw more eggplant in. Because what I'm going to tell you to do is just cover the eggplant with sauce and then, you know, cover that particular eggplant with the cheese, you know. So it's pretty easy to follow along with me for each eggplant or each dish you make with me. So let's get started. I have my skillet out and of course my trusty, my trusty tablespoon I'm going to get. Oh, I'm kind of cluttered here. I have a small kitchener to cook it so it's not really easy. And I'm going to start by turning the the stove up. I only have it on two which is uh, medium, well actually it's very low but the reason I'm keeping it low right now is because I want to get the flaxseed mixed in with the flour. So I just put in my tablespoon of oil and I'm going to get my plastic spatula so I don't scratch the pan and just spread that out. Oops. Wrong drawer. 
gave it a greater moisture too, so I'm all ready for that. Okay, so I'm just spreading the oil out so it's all ready for me. And it's not going to take me long to slice up the egg pan and get the mixture ready. So now, let me crack the egg into the bowl here. I have a bowl to crack the egg in. Okay, I'm going to put just a gallon of milk. When I do just egg, I find it's too thick to dip something in. So I just do just a couple drizzles of milk. You don't want to do a whole lot. Not even a teaspoon. Like, not even half a teaspoon. But you can do half a teaspoon, actually. That's good. Or, I mean, you can even do a whole teaspoon now that I look at it. Okay, so I'm right now I'm just beating the egg. Beating the egg, getting ready to dip the eggplant in. As a matter of fact... I kind of like when I soak my things in their mixture while I'm getting other things ready. So, okay, the egg's beaten, and I'm going to slice up the eggplant. Oh boy, I gotta give you a measurement here, huh? Let's see, that's about a quarter of an inch. That's about an inch. I mean, a uh, half an inch. Sorry, I'd say half an inch. I'll slice it up half an inch and let it fall. I have the uh, sorry, I have the skin on the eggplant here. Isn't that cool? Um. And, you know, I washed it down, of course. I cut off the end that has that little sprouty thing on there. So, yeah, I like to keep the skin on if I can. I mean, I mash potatoes without the skin a lot of the time because I don't, I'm not as crazy about that. But if I bake a potato or make a dish with potatoes when I'm frying or baking, I certainly like to keep the skin on because it's really good for you. So, um... I'm finishing. Well, that really makes a lot of eggplant for you to eat when you cut it in slices. It just looks like so much. It look, I feel full looking at it. <laughs> but um, just like the sausage dish I made for you, right? I mean, it seems like one. And those sausages aren't really big. Those sausages in the store that you buy, the natural ones in those packages. I mean, unless you get like the turkey ones, I, the chicken parmesan one that I made sausage and pasta with you with. Those are small. But once it, you know, uh, once it cooks up and you're serving it with the pasta, it really, it's filling. So I'm just kind of turning the um, the little eggplant in the, the egg mixture. Of course, if you have more eggplant, you want to put another egg or how many eggs of how many eggplants you want to make. But I just think this is a cool Thanksgiving side dish. So I want to get this going for you. So now I'm going to get another bowl. Just my hands off of the egg mixture that's on my hand because I got it on there Why? when I was turning the trying to help the fork turn the uh, egg and the and the eggplant I'm going to put I do everything by eye here most of the time so I'm going to turn my pan down a little because I'm not quite ready to put the uh, eggplant slices in and I'm going to just take uh, right now I'm just taking out about a handful of the flour in it. I don't have too much, uh, two small handfuls. And my hands are pretty small, so <laughs> looks like it's about a half a cup. And that's for my plant. And now the flaxseed, I'm doing this by eye here, so. I never saw my grandmother measure, so just so you know. Most of the time, things taste the same. Sometimes it was off just by a hair. But I always remember her cooking. Okay, so I'm putting, I'm going to measure the flaxseed a little bit. Because it's going to be kind of grainy like a breadcrumb. Okay, I'm taking one teaspoon. I'm even leveling in it. Leveling it. Bleh. 
Okay, I want to put more than that, so I'm going to put another one in there. This one's heaping. I'm liking what this is looking like. It's got kind of a nice, just a hint of a brownie texture, really. Oh, that's pretty. I'm going to leave it like that, because black seeds can be chewing your teeth. So you don't want to overdo it. So I got, a, you know, a couple teaspoons of flaxseed in there with about a half a cup of um, whole wheat flour. And of course, if you see it getting too brown, you know, just put a little bit more flour in. We don't want to crunch our teeth apart. And this is going to be cooked. Let's okay, so I'm taking the eggplant and I'm going to turn the heat back up just to hear my burner to about two and a half, three, which is actually three is better, just kind of below medium. And I'm dipping it in this mixture. Oh, that looks good. Really good. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, 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 yum. All right, let's put this in here. I think it's important to brown the eggplant with the flaxseed and the flour first because I want that flavor in the eggplant, that kind of a nutty flavor from the flaxseed. And then I will put the oregano. I'm going to let the, the flowers in the olive oil just kind of authentically, like we used to cook years ago, with just what was coming from the ground first, I guess what we'd consider our primary ingredients, and let those flavors soak in. I just think it's important not to over-flavor things. And just let the foods you know, naturally reach your body. And I just taste the food so much more, of course, not eating chemicals, but I just appreciate the flavors that come out naturally. And I think eventually you will too, you know, if you decide to cut out all chemicals and additives. And, um, and believe me, I know it's hard going to the store because I need my own farm to eat now, basically, unless I go to special places. And I'm not talking about you know, like how we process our foods and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not, I haven't even gone down that road and I don't believe I will on this show, but you know, I'm just talking about the fact of just trying to look at a label, <laughs> trying to look at a label and going from the label and saying, okay, I'd rather not have this ingredient in my food. <laughs> Simple as that. And that's hard right there. So, you know, trying to find things that we ordinarily eat you know without the things I don't I don't want in it I mean it's been a challenge my skillet believe it or not is filling up with this baby eggplant I mean it's a, a decent size what is it 13 inch skillet 12 inch it's a decent size skillet so um, you know you can be here all day <laughs> another thing you could do if you have a bunch is Put them on um, a big cookie sheet and stick them in the oven for a few minutes and turn them that way. Just make sure you um, coat the cookie sheet with, you know, your olive oil. Uh, what I would do if you're doing that is I'd probably have it like at 400 and do it, I don't know, three to five minutes each side. I mean, just so it starts to brown. And that would probably take a lot of the work away from you. I'm usually just cooking for myself, or I'll do like two or three meals for myself. Okay, so I'm moving the egg to the side. And I'm getting all the water off my fingers. 
But I used to use the uh, canned sauces, sauces, yeah. and I, you know, make a as homemade of a spaghetti sauce as that would make, cooking it for quite a while. But I'm trying to make this fast and easy because I know a lot of times I don't have time or energy to cook. You know, I want to just come in and have something made. So if you got to start cooking sauce for an hour to two hours, I mean, when you got the fresh tomatoes in a can. Or fresh tomatoes even longer, right? Actually, fresh tomatoes sometimes don't take that long to cook. But anyway, it's a, it's a lot more work. So there are good jarred sauces. Jarred sauces. Oh boy, am I talking today? I've been practicing singing, so my throat and my words have been. I'm a little tired because I've been trying to get some food together for the show and and writing some some songs. Oh, you can see, oh my gosh, this smells so good. You can see the seeds, even though they're milled, it's kind of coming through the eggplant. Oh, the smell is heavenly. It's got like this cool nutty smell mixed in, and the olive oil is just complementing it wonderfully. So one side is already browned up enough. I'm going to start oiling my pan here. This is going to be so good. I'm just taking and drizzling some more at the bottom. Use the tablespoon if you want, but I'm getting a little daring this morning. And I even just, well, let me use a something. Ah, I've got a fork. I can spread the oil around a little bit. It's actually a plastic fork, so it's making it go a little bit easier. I have a, a pan that you have to be careful when you're cooking with it as far as the utensils you use. So I've got my my little meatloaf pan for my single woman recipe. And this looks like you could almost feed too. You can serve this with your favorite pasta. So um, you got a friend or a family member. We only have one person to feed. Ah, you could stretch this for another person for sure. So brown up there. Gonna get my grater out because I'm gonna be putting cheese on top of this. You can already see how easy this is, right? I mean, we're just waiting for this to finish browning. I'm actually going to just start plopping the eggplant in here and topping it off with sauce and cheese and boom, throw it into the oven. So this is no time at all. And I'm just glad I could introduce flaxseed to you. Flaxseed, um, for me, what I found is help, helpful to me. My son's, one of his best friend's mom's, told me to use flaxseed for cramps in my legs because I said, geez, I've been getting cramps. And she said it was from menopause, you know. I mean, I was certainly at that age a couple years ago at that time to have those. 
But, you know, I have injuries, too, from abuse, so, but my legs are cramping so bad. And I just got regular flax seeds at the store, and I throw, like, I don't know, a teaspoonful, even in my mouth at times, because I wanted the pain to go away, and I swear to God it helped alleviate the cramps in my legs. And then also, uh, um, my last mammogram, my doctor found some very lightly dense breast tissue, and so I Googled trying to see what I could do, and... Um, you know, I won't give it any places or this and that because I'm not really supposed to on the show. But um, I found that flaxseed oil, which I take a flaxseed oil pill, and in these particular um, organic uh, milled flaxseeds, they contain the flaxseed oil. Just look on the package. It supposedly can help your um, breast tissue uh, become less dense. I mean, there's other things you can do, too, um, that I read about. But for this particular particular benefit of why I was kind of excited about it because I thought well next time I want to make sure that I've done something and uh, next time I would get a breast exam to make it better you know um, when I've done things like this I found that my test results have been better too when I've checked online at reputable places that have tried you know it's not like it, they'll say medically all oh, this this does this for this but Gee, it seems to help, you know, and why not get a little help? And uh, I tell you, word of mouth and people trying things, it really seems to make a difference. So I'm just kind of finishing up the browning, and it's taken a little bit longer than I like because there's a little bit of flour still sticking to the bottom of a couple of these, and I want them to all look golden and glazed with the olive oil, so I'm making sure... Oh, it smells good when I do that. I'm making sure that the they're all getting a sufficient amount of oil. The reason I don't throw in like a half a cup of oil is because I don't really like my stuff to get that soaked because then it doesn't taste as good. It has nothing to do with, you know, dieting. You guys know that by now. I think with me, it's this is to make yourself feel good. I believe in... What is it? Philosophy in the body. Hold on one second. I just wrote that down the other day. Physiology. You can't fight physiology in your own body. You need to listen to your own body, you know? There might be something that you feel while you're cooking. You say, well, I want to put some oil in here because I don't feel that good. I've been having really bad seizures, you know? Um, some days I eat more butter. Yesterday was eat more butter day because after I ran around and I... Um, put all my food together. I was hurting. My body was feeling, it was telling me, you're in a bit of a bad, you know, bad place. you got to do something. So I had a little bit extra. That's just today. So I am putting in, now I'm lining up, you can hear my eggplant sizzling probably. I'm lining up the, um, my meatloaf pan here. It's glass. So I really like this one because... I like the brown one too. I have a brown one and a glass one. But um, the glass one, I'm liking this one today. So, I'm finishing putting the, uh, it's starting to overlap one another, so I'm kind of laying it the best I can to do, like a single row on the bottom. And um, I don't really have that many, so. I'm going to put them all in here. It's kind of like a nacho thing. I'm not worried about completely covering every single eggplant or, yeah, eggplant with cheese. 
or sauce. Now I have my sauce. There's probably like four on top and the rest are on the bottom. I'm going to shake the sauce around in this jar here. And I'm going to put this on top. Oh, it looks so good. I'm just covering the eggplant. I can't believe how nice and nutty this smells. And what it's going to do is the juices from the eggplant are going to mix with the sauce. And it's going to make that extra sauce that you need. So I barely have a half a cup of sauce here. I was using it up. Whoops. I had said before, like I try to use things up in the kitchen. I thought, oh, I don't have any sauce at home. Yes, I do. I have that half a jar, I thought. Half a jar of sauce. All natural sauce once again. And it is perfect. I'm spreading it, okay, over the tops of the eggplants. Now the cheese part. This is the fun part. I'm going to turn my stove off. I'm going to move the pan off the stove here. Put some cold water in there. Right. My glass pan, guys, so you can see. Don't put a cold glass pan. I mean a hot glass pan with cold water. Okay, so let's see. I'm going to do the cheddar first. And, you know, I'm going to see if I can grate the cheddar on here a little bit. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. I have a slice of cheddar. It's probably about me and my half inches. It's awkwardly half inch by a quarter of an inch because it's a slice that's left over of my uh, cheddar cheese bar. It's not one of those little cheddar cheese bars. It's a regular size that you'll see in the store, the large ones. And I'm actually using the See, it's moist cheese, but it's coming through. I'm using the grater. Mine's one of those little graters, so. And I'm grating it on top, and I'm liking that. Oh, that's looking really pretty. Not only does it make it look pretty for your guests, but it puts just a small amount of that cheese. That way, where I'm taking a chance and I'm mis mixing in it. Toscano, to me, tastes, to yeah, Toscano. Toscano. I think that's how you pronounce it. It tastes like a strong cheddar. And um, the pepper's just on the outside of the top, so it's not in the body of it. So what it's doing is it's just kind of, where I love cheddar, it's kind of putting this extra sharp cheddar in with my medium cheddar here that I have here. So I'm just making it look pretty as far as, I, where I have the small, holes of the grater for like the cheddar romano block. I'm not getting, but it means a little bit of work because it's kind of wet. You got that moisture. If you're using the regular grater, you're going to have thicker slices, so don't put a hole on it. Just cover the top. I'm really prettily cover, beautifully, kind of artistically, I should say, covering the top of it. Okay, and, um, but it's messy. So here's my Toscano coming up here. And uh, this will work very well on the grater because um, the way it's aged, it's, it's blocked and falling apart just like a block of banana on Parmesan. Oh, this is really, really looking heavenly. I tell you, Toscano cheese is, oh, it's so good. You don't have to get the one with the pepper on the top. It's just, this is what came my way, so great. I'll use this. Alright, so. Ooh. Ooh. 
I'm battling it a little bit because the the wetness of the cheddar cheese <laughs> has made a, a little battlefield of oils. But it's so pretty going on here because you can see like these just little pieces of is some of the chunks have fallen on the side of the Toscano on my dish. Just little ones, but that's okay. I'm going to stop with this. I don't want to do the, the flavor, but oh boy. Once again, just if you want to use the regular grater, just put a little bit of Toscano on top if you're going to do that. If you're going to even do the Toscano. And like I said, if you want to do the mozzarella, you can even mix. You can put your favorite cheeses once you have fried your eggplant and look at what you have in your fridge because <clears throat> you know that's what i try to tell you guys use what you have in the fridge really i smelled my sauce and i smelled the eggplant and i know what i like i love cheddar cheeses you know and i like mozzarella too but there's not a lot of flavor in mozzarella so i mean you could put a little bit of the toscano or romano and parmesan on top of your which a lot of people already do that when they make lasagnas and stuff but you could do that in here too I'm just taking the last pieces, the chunks of the Toscano that was left over when I tried to grate it down. That stayed on my grater. And last but not least, I have my, um, my Romano. And I'm going to put that on the top here. And that's going to be beautiful. And then I'm going to, um, well, I'm going to put the oregano on the top. So there's already spices in my sauce of course so I don't want to do it but I like a little bit of more oregano parsley I put on afterwards of course so. all right my little bit of Romano cheese oh yeah I'm gonna have to clean up my kitchen floor after this I always do that when you don't cook them <laughs> you'll be carrying around crumbs in the bottom of your sock and then into bed and that's not fun okay so here we go okay so now I'm putting in my Eggplant into the preheated oven, and I have it on 25 minutes at 375. What I'm gonna do is when I have it in the oven, I'm gonna pause us while it's cooking. Oh, it's all done. Okay. Oh my God, it looks so good. It's just a little bubbling on the edges. So that was 375 for 25 minutes. It's just a little golden on the top. And top of parsley. Oh, and it tastes so good. Check for my other side dishes for your Thanksgiving day. It'll be labeled Thanksgiving at my blog. Once again, Lori Jean in the kitchen.blogspot.com.